Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. Every year on April 22nd, people around the world celebrate Earth Day. The movement began in 1970 when millions of Americans marched in protest of the Industrial Revolution and environmental laws. Today, we'll be discussing why sustainability is a focus at KEHI and how serving both people and the planet is a fruit of your labor. Joining me in this conversation is Andrew McGrath, the VP of Digital Product Strategy and a member of KEHI's Sustainability Council. Well, welcome to Fruit of Your Labor. All right. Well, thank you. So at first, I just wanted to start out. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you been with KEHI? What's your role? Other information that you'd like to share? Uh, sure. Yeah. So I've been with the company for almost eight years now, and I've performed in a lot of different kinds of roles. Uh, I'm in IT and I work for our CIO, Brian Wilkinson. I, although I wear a couple of different hats, I, I think they generally kind of fall into one of three categories. One is business intelligence and all the great work that we're doing with data analytics and things like that. The other thing is strategic planning and alignment, which is a lot of words that basically say, let's make sure we're working on the right stuff, that we're putting our technology and the investments that we're making uh, on the right things that help us win in the marketplace. And then finally, organizational effectiveness, which is another bunch of fancy words for change, helping people get to change. You know, if you build a bunch of new tech, it's kind of worthless if people don't use it. And so really kind of being intentional about helping people come along on that change journey is a big part of what we need to do. So who is Andrew outside of work? What are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Well, I like moving. I like being outside. And uh, as a father of three kids, uh, I'm kind of forced to be pretty active. Uh, I live near a forest preserve. I volunteer with the Cook County Forest Preserve. So that's, that's an important part of what I do. Awesome. So you're really passionate about sustainability, both in your personal and professional life. What inspired you to become more focused on sustainability and why is it important to you? Yeah, thanks for that. I, I think what inspired me to focus on sustainability, it was probably the same thing that causes a lot of other people to focus on things. Simply put, my attention was drawn to it. I could see it in ways that I hadn't seen it before. Two things drew my attention to it. The first was I became a parent. I remember when our first was born and I did the things that, you know, I think I thought parents should do, you know, when we, when we bring somebody into this world, things like getting life insurance for, for me and my wife and, you know, making sure that the home is safe for the kids and making sure we have nutritious food and buying car seats, you know, all those things that come with being a parent. And on a basic level, it was really just kind of shocked me into thinking about more than just myself. And so I, I guess I realized, even though I'm a participant in, in, my child's life and their entire lifespan, I'm really responsible for kind of setting that foundation for them to thrive. That had a big impact on me. And that really got me thinking about sustainability. I think the second thing was the realization that there's a lot of uncertainty in a day-to-day in our lives. And it's really, really hard to predict what's going to happen tomorrow or next month. I mean, even the last year, Adrian has really kind of helped us kind of see that with everything that happened with COVID. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Right. 
But but at the same time, there are these big things, these big trends that are happening that are undeniable. We can see what's happening. Look, there's going to be more people on the planet tomorrow than there are today. There's more data. There's more cloud computing. Uh, there's more diversity in, in, in our society as well. And so I need to kind of recognize these macro trends and let them inform the way I make decisions. And so I guess to answer your question about you know sustainability and why it's important to me, combining becoming a parent <laughs> with the realization that there's a lot of uncertainty, we can't really predict the short term, combined with what I do at Kehi, I know our technology, I know our business, I know our finance, and I develop strategies to help us win in the marketplace, sustainability is an increasingly important factor in all those different areas for us. How have you brought sustainability into your everyday lifestyle? Yeah, so I'd love to like geek out and tell you about things like um, my passive solar home, our electric car or carbon neutral heating approach that I've got. But I think for folks in Kehi Nation to kind of hear what's going on, it's, it'd probably be more helpful for me to talk about my personal carbon footprint. And so that's uh, many of us are aware of the concept of a carbon footprint, but not everybody understand how big our individual footprints are and what they're kind of made up of. And frankly, it wasn't something that it was part of my decision process because I just didn't know it. Like I didn't know proportionally where I was having a, a bigger footprint than others. So I'd really call it more carbon awareness than a carbon footprint. And I did a, a calculation of my footprint. And you can find these kind of tools on epa.gov or, you know, if you just Google it, you can see a you know, carbon footprint calculator. And it helped me kind of see what parts of my lifestyle have the biggest parts of the footprint. I was looking for, right, what are the things that I could do with the least amount of effort and have the biggest kind of impact from a carbon footprint standpoint? And it really came down to kind of three things, the food I eat, the places I go, and the temperature I keep my house at. Now that's not everything, but those are proportionally the things that I could probably really uh, have a biggest impact on. And so on the food, on number one, on the first thing, the food I eat, I just eat less meat now than I used to. I don't, it's not cut out. I still eat meat, but I just don't eat nearly as much as I used to, and especially beef. On the second one, places, you know, uh, where you go, Although because of COVID, I'm working from home now, I'm looking forward to the day when we go back into the office. But the reality is too, if uh, we can have a hybrid work environment, just working from home one to two days a week is probably going to have a big impact on my carbon footprint. And I guess the third category, heating and cooling my home, this was a little, I'd like to say it's super high tech, but you know, I just took a page out of Jimmy Carter's book and I just wear a sweater. Like I know it sounds like I'd love to talk about other high efficiency or insulation, but just wearing a sweater enables me to turn that thermostat down one or two spots. And that has a big impact. It really, it really does. But uh, it started with understanding first what that footprint is and what parts make it up. And that helped me a lot. You're inspiring me. I think I'm going to uh-huh. <laughs> check out one of these sites afterwards. And yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, <laughs> what, what are all the things that I'm doing and how they're affecting the environment and, and everything. Yeah, it's kind of surprising how big uh, our footprint is, depending upon the kind of things that we do. And, you know, just little tweaks here and there, you can really make a big impact and change it quite a bit. So let's take a step back here for a second. Um, We're talking about sustainability, but let's define it. You know, Mm -hmm. can you explain a little bit what does sustainability mean? Yeah, yeah. So let me paint a picture for you, Adrian. And I'd like to call it maybe the marathon of life. So imagine you're at the finish line of a marathon, okay? You see these exhausted, relieved runners crossing the line, some across quickly and some just barely getting there. And but what the thing is, when you see them crossing that line, there was so much that went into that race that you can't see. 
right? They manage their nutrition. They train their body likely for months to get and successfully uh, finish that race. And what you also can't see is how that runner kind of managed their speed, their pace as they ran through that race. They kept the right pace in the first mile when they were jittery and excited and at mile 10 when they were starting to get bored and mile 18 when they're at that kind of, you know, the wall uh, in a marathon and finally at 26 when they finally got across the line. And so the pace that you're running that race is super important to get across the finish line. Okay. And I think of that marathon as our lives, right? We got to manage the pace that we're moving at, but becoming a parent kind of helped me think through what is that finish line? You know, is it my life? Is it my kids' lives? Is it my grandkids' lives? And I think if we can agree that the finish line isn't uh, somebody's life, but it's actually an infinite uh, finish line that there will be future generations after us that we that have we have to ensure that the pace that we're running gets us all across that finish line. And so being sustainable means the pace we're running now is going to get every future generation to their finish line at or better than how we're living today. As our listeners know, planet is one of the four P's of Kehi's quadruple bottom line philosophy, along with purpose, people and profit. Mm-hmm. How did this become a focus for Kehi and why does sustainability matter for a company like Kehi? Yeah, it's a, it's a really important question. Like, why does it matter? Right. And maybe the first thing I could do, and it might be kind of boring, but it's really important is to read our corporate statement because this actually matters a lot. Our corporate statement on this is in alignment with our core purpose of serving to make lives better. Kehi is committed to being responsible stewards of the environment to create a sustainable future for all. And in a kind of classic Kehi uh, style, I love it. It's got purpose in there. It's got vision and it's got action baked in. And so I think it would be helpful for me to kind of unpack what some of those things are. Let me start with in the spirit of making lives better is Kehi Cares. You know, one of the things we try to do with Kehi Cares is to reduce human suffering. Full stop. That's that's one of the major areas that we think about when we say, all right, that's something that we want to support. And I can see our mission here logically extending a bit and acting in ways now to reduce human suffering tomorrow. Caring for and ensuring that we have a healthy environment today will mitigate potential suffering in the future. So the second thing to unpack there is cost and savings. The days of green initiatives that are really, really expensive are gone. Yes, there's some things you can spend a lot of money on, but there's a lot of opportunities available today that are actually really impactful to the bottom line. And they're no longer a spend, but they're actually a bottom line impact. Third thing to point out here is that there's a growing awareness and interest in sustainable options for consumers. Uh, This spans a lot of things people buy, things like durable goods and transportation, investments and food, just to name a few things. So embracing sustainable initiatives solidifies our credibility in the eyes of consumers who are our customers. This has ultimately, I think, the potential to increase our sales. Hopefully that kind of gives you some perspective on that statement, but then all the different things around it as well. Can you tell us a little more about some of these sustainability initiatives that are going on at Kehi right now or that have gone on, you know, in the past few years? Yeah, and there's so many different things and it's hard to kind of say, well, this. Uh, let me just at least point out one thing. Environmental stewardship aligns with serving to make lives better. And in Santa Rosita, Guatemala, there are residents who use open fires to cook their food. Now, according to the founder of this company called Estufas Chispa, every six hours, someone in Guatemala dies from respiratory infection or disease attributed to this indoor air pollution. So KE employees traveled to Santa Rosita with New Vision community leaders to install 
uh, these stoves that are called a chispa. Now, this thing is a, it's a cleaner burning cook stove with a chimney that pokes out of the roof so the smoke can escape. And so it's a lot more efficient than open, open fire and uses just like half the amount of wood. So saves families tremendous amount of time and money. And the money that folks can save from having to buy wood that's wasted is enough to send several children to school for an entire year. So it's kind of like a, wow, it's a win-win-win all around. You got lower environmental impact, you got better health, better use of resources, kids are going to school. I mean, what's not to love about that, right? So it's a good one. What about food waste? I mean, we're a food distributor. We obviously have waste at times that doesn't get sent out to our customers. Is there anything that that the company is doing to help with that situation? Yeah, there's a waste diversion program, and we've already saved $120,000 on that just alone. So we have fewer trucks going to pick up waste as well as increased recycling as well. I mean, this what you're touching on, Adrian, is just to me, it's that kind of the costs and the benefits that come with taking these kind of green initiatives. And one of the things to kind of point out there is that we, we're we tracking our numbers in ways that we haven't done before. And that's like a super, that's just a really important thing to do early on is just to know, hey, where you're at and how you're, how, how, how do you expect to get better if you don't kind of know where you're at right now? And so we've never done this at scale and tracking and gathering that data is an important first step. And so when we say, you know, we've got food waste diversion, that's making a big difference, but we've also seen money in the form of rebates from energy efficiency programs from some of the new warehouses, almost a million dollars there. So there's just a lot of little things that we're seeing right now that are really kind of positive to the bottom line and green. This is great. So, you know, we're, we're talking about things that are great for the environment, great for people, but at the same time, it's not costing the company extra money. We're actually saving money in the process. So yeah, I mean, yeah, what a win in every direction. Yeah, totally. And you know what, as we continue to lean in on something like this, you know, we're a B Corp, right? And the B Corp is such an important part of our credibility, I think, in the marketplace. And that B Corp certification that we, we've got really kind of matters to some of our customers, right? But those goalposts are constantly moving. I bring up B Corp because, you know what, if you think about what it takes to become certified as a B Corp, There's four main components, governance, workers, environment, and community. And the reality is on the environment side, we didn't score all that well. And so there's a lot of really big opportunity for us to kind of move the needle there as well. So yes, on one hand, there's cost savings from uh, these type of green initiatives, but these also have the potential to really kind of move the needle on our B Corp score as well, because that B Corp is constantly, they're constantly upping the, the bar. They're, they're requiring, you know, really kind of high standards of companies like, like Kahey and all other B Corps. We've got to just continue to invest in those areas so that we can continue to, you know, have that certification. Well, it's great that we have B Corp pushing us, you know, as well as just our want to be better and be a more sustainable company, but to have B Corp constantly pushing us to mm-hmm. do better as they keep, you know, increasing those requirements to meet the different scores. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's a big deal. So what does a sustainable future look like for Kehi? And do we have plans for getting where we want to go with this? 
Yeah, you know, it, it's good for Kahi Nation to know we've got a lot of things in, in the hopper right now. Um, I mentioned that we're tracking things a lot more carefully. You know, Peter Drucker famously said, you manage what you measure. So it, we just got to keep track of what we've got and where how we're doing. And what I mean by that is how are our DCs running just from an operational throughput, but also from an environmental factor as well. One of my colleagues on the Sustainability Council, Tom Harden, is driving a lot of new and interesting initiatives. Tom works in our transportation area. And one of the things that he's got going on and he's evaluating is this product called Flow Below. It's an aerodynamic system that improves the fuel economy in our fleet. So he's testing it out to see how well it works for Kehi. So he's got this trial going on with half trucks with it, half not. So we can really kind of know instead of just saying, hey, let's go invest in this thing. Maybe it just doesn't work for us. Maybe it does. And so we're trying to be really kind of methodical about that. So the key is we're, we're on top of it and we're learning to see what works for us at Kehi. I had no idea we were so high tech. Yeah, right. This is pretty awesome. It is. It's really exciting. And the fact that we're, we're trialing things, you know, we're saying, let's see how this works. If it works for us, we'll keep it. If it doesn't work for us, we'll find something else. That's right. That's right. Having that kind of open-minded attitude and learning mentality is super, super important for us, especially at this stage. Andrew, what's your personal vision for sustainability moving forward? Well, thanks for the question. I, I talked about a lot of things here, but I'd like to mention that I'm just one of many people in our organization who have this perspective, and I hope that I've done them justice by sharing my thoughts. And I'd also like to point out that we've got a really engaged sustainability council and a fantastic leaders uh, all the way up to the senior team who are aware of this and, and, and supportive, which is really amazing. As far as my personal vision, you know what? The root of the word sustainability is sustain. And to me, it means to continue to keep on going. And if we want this thing to keep on going, this great company, this society, this way of life, we have to make sure the pace we're running at will let us stay in the race. And being aware of our pace in the race today and recognizing that the finish line isn't when we as individuals are done, but also for so many others in the future. Well, it says to me that we have this great responsibility, but also an absolutely amazing opportunity to make so many lives better both today and also tomorrow. Andrew, what can our KEHI employees do to support sustainability efforts here at the company and within their own lives? Look, figure out your, your personal carbon footprint. It's going to make a difference once you kind of just are aware of that. And you can get involved uh, engaging with the green team in Naperville and our Boulder offices, or you can start one in your local DC as well. Well, thank you for joining me today. This has been great to hear different tips for our employees on how to be more sustainable in their, their everyday actions and hearing the updates on what Kehi is doing. I had no idea just how technically advanced we are. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear more about, about what we're doing. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you, Adrian. Thanks for having me. 